right, welcome to the Fantasy Football Last Call Podcast, Week 12 edition. My name is Joe Bond, founder of FantasySixPack.net. With me as usual, co-host, partner crime, Dave Eddy. What's up, dude? You see me pull out the, the single yeah, barrel? The, the, the gun? <laughs> All right, man. Uh, <laughs> Feeling good? I don't know, man. No, not really. Nah? All right, man. <laughs> <laughs> it was a break break even day, so it is you know yeah, hard, you can't you know, go broke. I guess breaking yeah, even, you'll, you'll you'll survive. You know it. You know, live live to fight another day. I guess right. Yeah, you didn't go yeah. broke. <laughs> nope, 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 not this week. Yeah. So anyway, man, uh, week twelve is almost in the books. We got possibly two more games we'll see if we get more than one I, i'm i'm not super confident with that Ravens steelers game to be honest with you man it's just every day we're getting more and more um i unfortunately had to tell tell some people today i was like dude you know they were like if 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 i've got players playing today and you know juju smith schuster playing on tuesday what do i do and i'm like you go with the guy today <laughs> i'm not i'm not screwed with that man like no if you got anybody that's worth a damn you, you go today <laughs> just not worth yeah, it. Kind of have I, to, I guess. Unfortunately, right? like you know, in all the leagues I run, you know, I, I'm allowing reserve players, right? And I'm like, look, <clears> you tell me before today's games who your reserve player is, I'll sub them in for you, because it's just not, it's not fair. We've talked about this before, but it's just not right. It's not like it's not like it's a Monday night injury thing where it's like you know you have to plan ahead. This is a Tuesday night, and if that game gets canceled, there is no substitute. <laughs> That's it. You're gone. So not 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 totally fair, but anyway, man, let's let's get in on the action here. Start with the first game: Raiders and Falcons. Woo, baby! Uh, this was not anything a lot of people were expecting here. Um, Raiders six, Falcons forty-three. Surprisingly, Julio, not Julio a lot. Of, who? Yeah, not. <laughs> but surprisingly, not a lot of offense, like from really anybody, like. Obviously, we didn't get any offense from the from the Raiders. Like that, just you know, and I'm kicking myself because I kind of bought into a bunch of people. You know, looked at a whole lot of stuff, and the consensus was Carr was a good play. And I, you know, I yeah. even sat there on the fantasy six pack hour and said he was my bus pick inside the top twelve quarterbacks. Because if you look at him against anybody but the car, but the Chiefs, Carr's been kind of crap. <laughs> you know like a bunch of 20 plus QB days. Uh, and, and that's not points. Like he finishes in the 20 twenties type of thing. So not good. Jacobs was bad. Renfro, I guess was at least good for PPR, but nobody started him. Uh, Matt Ryan, you know, 185 two, not anything great. Ridley at least showed up six for 60 and one Hill didn't do much. It just was kind of like, where the hell did the points come from? It was just weird. Um, I, I guess the one thing, you know, you got to look at here is just how frustrating the Raiders are in, you know, consistency wise. Right. You know, as I kind of alluded to, like, unless they're playing the Chiefs, like, are we trusting them? And unfortunately, they're not playing the Chiefs the rest of the year. So what do we do? Well, I think, I mean, the way that I ran out my DFS lineups today was just points exactly to that because, um, you know, I went ahead and I, I targeted it on three quarterbacks this week. I went Murray, Mahomes, and Allen. And if I didn't do that, um, I probably would have had Carr be my highest owned um, quarterback. But 
I mean, it's he's just like you said, it's so inconsistent. I mean, he doesn't have the best weapons in the world. I mean, you know, Waller's Waller's fine. Uh, but after that, what, Nelson Aguilar is the second best receiver. I mean, yeah. come on, I mean, man. They, they tried to go deep a couple times with rugs and it just didn't it just didn't work out. Um he just he's been kind of a flop this year. But I you know, I don't know if that's his fault or injuries or, or whatnot, but it's it's something's not working. Uh, it's unfortunate though. Yeah, yeah, I just yeah, I mean I think that, you know, like I said, the fact that I didn't play him at all this week whenever he had you know, arguably, you know, the best matchup. Um, I think that just says a lot about <laughs> my, you know, the trust level there. I, I, I didn't look at him at all, you know, and and so we were we were on the same page there. Uh, next game here, Chargers and Bills. Bills uh, pull this one out. It wasn't pretty, but 27-17. They were trying to give it away. Uh, Herbert, yeah. uh, you know, Herbert was a was a fan favorite of, of people, it seemed like, this week. And for good reason, he's been on fire. Um, 31 for 52, 315. One touchdown, so it wasn't wasn't awesome for him. Eckler's return was, was solid. A uh, lot of touches, man. 14 carries and 11 receptions for a total of about 131 yards. Uh, 44 on the ground, 85 in the air. Keenan Allen got a score, but not much else. Uh, on the other side, Josh Allen, 157, a touch and a, and a pick. Ran for 32 and a touchdown. That kind of saved his fantasy day, but it wasn't great for him either. Um, Moss and Singletary, you know, they split work as usual. Singletary had the better day, 11 for 82. Diggs was 7 for 39. A lot of people thought this had shootout written all over it, but it didn't really oh, absolutely. go that way. Um, I, I was kind of with it too. I was targeting it, but it just didn't fall in my DFS lineup, the, the, you know, because I don't play a lot. But I had I played more, I probably would have had some of this, some, you know, exposure to this game. I uh, probably would have had some Eckler and Herbert, Keenan Allen, things like that. But, um, I guess the because it wasn't much offense really to go around here. I mean, the the thing to kind of focus on here is the Eckler return. I mean, we just full go ahead with him like going forward. You know, especially redraft DFS. His price is going to go way up. I have a feeling in DFS, uh, but you know, he's going to be somebody to, to look at every week. I have a feeling. Yeah, I mean, you know, for DFS at least, it's another it's another running back that you know gets a lot of work in the passing game. So yes. I, oddly enough, with you know the way it's been lately, there's been some weeks where running back is just really hard to play. Uh, so, you know, yeah, he's not going to be cheap, but you know, he, he gives you another option that, that you can play. That's, that's versatile and, you know, fits right in. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, next game here, giants and Bengals. And uh, this was one where a lot of people were on the giants defense this week for good reason. The, the Bengals were starting Brandon Allen guy of the practice squad. Um, but, 19 to 17 Giants win a squeaker. Daniel Jones, two for 13, 213, nothing else. Uh, hurt his hamstring in this game. So they're, they're saying it's bad. Uh, I, I read wrote a report on Twitter, uh, probably from the beat writer or something like that, that, you know, saying it's bad. So we could be looking at no Daniel Jones for the Giants going forward. Uh, Gallman had a, a solid day, man. 24 <laughs> for 94 and a touch, man. Again, Gallman coming to the rescue here. Um, Shepard, 64 yards, seven catches of PPR gold there. And then Ingram, man, big, big day for him. Six for 129, almost scored, but not quite. Uh, did fumble, though, so unfortunate there. 
Brandon Allen. I mean, the the Bengals were a mess. I mean, and and we all kind of expected that. Brandon Allen, nothing. Geo was hurt coming into the game, nothing. Higgins at least got a touchdown. He was the leading receiver, even you know receptions and yards and everything. We all thought it was going to be Boyd coming into the slot, but uh, Allen looked at Higgins more. Um, again, kind of a you know third game in a row here. Not a lot of offense to really talk about, but I get, I think the thing to look forward to is what do we think about this Giants team if Jones has to miss time. Uh, I think I mean, Colt McCoy man. is their backup. Yikes. Yeah, yep. Yeah. I didn't like him with Jones. Um, <laughs> so I definitely don't like him with Colt McCoy. I, I think that, you know, Gallman, you know, he's been pretty good and pretty consistent for what, almost a month now, I think it is. Yeah, man. Um, and, and I unfortunately think that, you know, this is going to then hurt his value. Uh, you know, gives them just a little more reason to, to maybe focus on, you know, the run. Um, cause even though I don't like Daniel Jones so much, I like him better and I like Colt McGoy. So yeah, I'm not sure it's that much of a downgrade. I mean, Daniel Jones, is the least mobile Colt McCoy is definitely not. Uh, I'll, yeah. I'll say this as a, you know, watching Colt McCoy on the used to be Redskins back in the day when he was with us. Um, it wasn't horrible when he filled in. It's when he started is when it was horrible. He fills in, he's fine. He's like that perfect backup. Like you need a guy to come in for a quarter or a half or whatever, you know, because your quarterback goes down. He's okay. Um, but when teams can game plan around him, he's atrocious. Uh, it's it's not good. So it I don't know what to expect here. I'm not I'm not I'm not feeling good things for the for the Giants going forward if I ever was. So <laughs> uh Titans, Colts. Big, big, big scores here. Titans 45, Colts 26. Um, kind of a an odd shootout game. I don't, I don't think this had shootout kind of screaming from the, you know, from the bleachers here. But I kind of thought it, you know, it could be a high scoring game. Now the the points came from a probably not the place you expect them to come from with this many points. And it was all Derrick Henry. And it was all in the first half. Uh, <laughs> 178 yards, four, count it, four touchdowns uh, on the ground. Now, one was kind of a pass, but they gave it. They gave him the rush, uh, <laughs> called it a lateral. It was super close. But uh, so Tannehill kind of got robbed of, of a touchdown. But, you know, solid-ish game for him, 13 for 22, 221 in the touch. Uh, A.J. Brown had a big score, kind of salvaged his day, four for 98 and a touch. Uh, on the Colts side, Phil Rivers, kind of ugly day, 24 for 42, 295, two touchdowns. You know, saved it there, you know, because he had volume. Uh, Brissett saw a lot of snaps today, which was interesting, I thought. And we'll, we'll get he saw to that. Short, he, yeah, he was getting short yardage work. Yeah, but, like, he saw a lot of, like, snaps where he was getting the you know, short yardage. They were, you know, just – subbing out rivers a lot for that uh Hines filled in admirably i guess you know got obviously the running game was out the window for the colts pretty early in this game so they had to play catch up uh but he saw eight catches for 66 hilton caught four for 81 in a touchdown hilton's had two okay weeks in a row here um i mean first off like just 
we're all bowing down to King Henry, man. Like, <laughs> let's just give it to the guy, right? There's, there's no, the, nothing else to say here about him, but you got to give credit to that. Uh, but, I mean, what do you think about Rivers in this Brissett mix-up here, man? Like, I, I don't know. Obviously, Rivers isn't a target of mine any week. Neither is Brissett, obviously. He never will be. But, like, if, if Brissett is going to get this much work, like, you know, we were both sort of on Pittman this week. Does this just make you think no thank you for guys like Pittman and even if Hilton was on your radar, no thank you to him? Like, is this even more of a reason to go against the Colts receivers? No, I think it's I think it's a different position. I think it's a running back man. Um, because, you know, he he you know, when they get down to, you know, first and goal inside the five, Brissett comes in and yeah, he's sitting there taking in, you know, rolling out or just straight up running the ball himself and you know he he's taking away touchdowns from those backs, so I, he's not coming in in passing situations. He's coming in in you know a situation where you know you have a mobile quarterback, so you have to defend both because obviously that's you know Rivers' weakest point. Um, you know, so I you know as a Hines owner uh, this week in DFS when they got behind, I was like, okay, well, great. Now he's going to get more carries, and then they get down at the goal line. And he's in the game, and then they bring Brissett in, and it's like, oh, come on, man! Pull those in, yeah. Yeah, Brissett runs it in. That's a good point. Walker's a touchdown. Um, All right, next game here: Browns and Jags. Browns twenty-seven, Jags twenty-five. Much, much closer game than I think a lot of people thought. Um, You know, Baker just kind of making it happen. First good weather game for them, and it feels like a month. So good to see that. And and we saw Landry take full advantage of that eight for one forty three and a touchdown. It's a huge day for him. Chubb nineteen for one forty four and a touchdown. Uh, Hunt didn't do a whole lot. So uh, all I I was sort of on the you know maybe Hunt will will eat this game because I thought they'd get up pretty big and just kind of run with both. Um, I wasn't the only person who thought that, but glad you talked to me off of that. Um, obviously, Mike Glennon started for the Jags, and this is a big reason why people thought it was going to be a big blowout for the Browns. Um, not, nothing great. Uh, two thirty-five and two. It's okay. Um, James Robinson just does James Robinson things. It doesn't matter what game it is, man. He's going to get his work. Twenty-two for one twenty-eight in a touch. Caught five for thirty-one. Just a good day, man. And then rookie Colin Johnson caught his first touchdown pass to the NFL. Congrats, brother. Um, no idea who you are. I'll be honest. <laughs> but congratulations. Would, would, would you believe me if I told you that I, I took down a low-entry tournament today and I had Colin Johnson in my lineup? No, I wouldn't. <laughs> I'll, screen, I'll screenshot it to you. Yeah, All right. I had, Glennon, I had Glennon, Eifert, and Colin Johnson stack. Nice. That was uh... – mm-hmm. Rando. Uh, all right. Uh, it gave me Henry and Hill, so that's why I yeah. won. Yeah, that'll work. Uh, all right, so <laughs> back to the Browns, right? This is, the, again, first good weather game. I mean, they've been playing in wind and hail and sideways rain and you name it, dude. It's been bad for them for the last few weeks. And, and the passing game has been nothing for obvious reasons. With with this kind of performance, right now, Baker didn't like the world on fire, but you know we saw Landry do really good things. Uh, Hooper was in the mix. Do we kind of trust this passing offense at least a little bit? It's going forward, or are you still just kind of steering clear of it if you can? Well, I mean, they're definitely a running team, um, you know, and 
on the Sunday School podcast um, that we recorded yesterday, Landry was was one of my plays. Uh, you know, because his point totals at least had had been down. You know, over the past month. But when you look into the numbers, you know, it, he wasn't seeing many overall targets, but still his market share was high. I think he was still at, uh, was it like 29% market share, um, which was still like the sixth highest in the league. So as far as, you know, number of team targets, he was still getting, you know, targeted, you know, highly. It's yeah. just there wasn't a whole lot of them because of, like you said, all the weather. So I don't know that I would say I trust, the you know, the passing game at all because they have two, you know, basically elite backs but as far as like Jarvis in general um I mean he's one of the highest market share uh, receivers in football so yeah I, I mean I would say you can trust him about as much as anybody I gotta, at least I, you, you know, know on that offense I gotta ask you because you know look having having a, a large percentage of your team's targets is is obviously a very good thing right but is there something to be said and just when I get your take on it like some targets are better than others, right? So, like, you know, I, I see, like, I saw somebody on Twitter the other day say, like, rookie target share for the last couple of weeks. Like, Denzel Mims was top, right, for, like, team targets. Well, but that's... And I was like, but some targets are better than others. So, like, I'm sitting here going, like, but do we really care about Denzel Mims, like, getting passes from Joe Flacco over, like, Justin Jefferson? Not to Christian Kirk is, like, awesome, but he's way better than Joe Flacco, I would imagine. So, like, you know, yeah, Landry's getting a, sh- a ton of targets from Baker. Baker's okay, but it's Baker's throwing the ball, you know, 29, 30, 25 times a game. So, like, that percentage isn't – do we always want to look at percentage or do we want to look at total targets more? I – I well, I mean <laughs> – I guess it depends, you know, like if you've got somebody like, oh, what's a good example? Um, like Carolina, for example, like Carolina is very much like very consolidated in the, in their, you know, in their offense. So the only people that really see the ball, you know, outside of whether it's Davis or McCaffrey is either, um, you know, more mm-hmm. Samuel, um, Curtis Samuel or Robbie Anderson. So yeah. their market share itself is, you know, a lot closer. And so they're, you know, it'll be a lower percentage than like a Landry, um, but they each individually get more targets. So then it really comes down to a, a matter of, you know, if Baker does have to throw the ball 50 times, give me the higher percentage nonetheless over True. the numbers. So, so at the end of the day, you know, yeah, I mean, number of targets is obviously theoretically better, but, I would still rather have the the Hyatt market share. Um, it just means, you know, that's like the go-to guy, you know? Yeah. No, it, I look, I, I just asked the question cause it's, I, I feel like sometimes we can, you know, teach the the listeners and, and, you know, good to hear it on my end and, and you think through it too. So um, next game here, speaking of the Panthers, uh, Panthers, Vikings, very, very <laughs> close game, 28, 27, Teddy Bridgewater does not beat his old team. Uh, Teddy in Teddy's return through about 50%, 267, a touch and a pick Davis, 55 yards caught three for 24. Robbie Anderson, uh, 94 yards and a touchdown. Uh, Kirk got three Oh seven and three touchdowns. And, um, just to piss off all the Dalvin cook owners. <laughs> Cause, uh, 
He was heavily, heavily used in DFS, and for good reason. The Panthers' run game is atrocious. Uh, 61 yards on the ground for Cook. Caught four for 21, so not getting it done. Uh, Justin Jefferson, uh, without Adam Thielen, caught seven for 70 and two touchdowns. Just doing Justin Jefferson things, man. The dude's a baller. Um, I mean, there's really not a lot to take away from this game, but I mean, like, I kind of wonder, like, the passing game for the Vikings is really kind of coming to life here the last few weeks, it seems like. Now, Cook has been really good, too, but, you know, we've seen Cook kind of have, you know, that Bears game was kind of iffy, but we kind of chalked it up to the Bears game, you know, the Bears being the Bears defense. But now this is the Panthers. Like, what happened? Like, is there any concern with Cook going forward? I mean, he missed the third quarter, so he only played, you know, three quarters of the game, but... Um, you know, he also, you know, he wasn't super effective today. Um, and I do think that, you know, anytime you're missing a, a big piece on, you know, any side of the ball, but obviously specifically an offense, it really does affect everyone. I mean, you know, if, if you've got one less elite receiver to, to worry about, you take him off the field, you can pay more attention to Dalvin Cook. Uh, Irv Smith was out. Kyle Rudolph is not as good of a receiver as Irv Smith, so... You know, it's. I, I mean, obviously, I didn't watch the entire game, but it's not difficult at that point to say, okay, well, Thielen's already out, so he, they've already taken him out of the game. Let's go ahead and try to neutralize Cook the best we can, and make him throw the ball to Kyle Rudolph and whatever that BB's kid's first name is. You know, and obviously, <laughs> and obviously, Justin Jefferson. Um, so, I mean, it, it very well could be that. Um, I mean, that that would be a logical explanation. Yeah, no, it makes sense to me. Uh, you're talking about Chad Beebe. Uh, yeah, there you caught, go. caught a touchdown, seven for 63. I mean, look. Yeah, after saying, he almost lost you know, the game, he There the were <laughs> four receivers, by the way, with seven receptions. That's pretty incredible. <laughs> I mean, got the Octo Box going here, you know, calling an NFL Red Zone <laughs> reference here uh, for seven receptions, man. That's pretty. That's pretty phenomenal. And they were all like right around 70 yards, seven for 74, seven for 70, seven for 68, seven for 63. Like, damn, <laughs> that's pretty awesome, actually. Uh, so, yeah, if, if you happen to start uh, Kirk Cousins today, then uh, you had a you had a pretty good day. And he was pretty cheap. So um, uh, next game here, Cardinals and Patriots. Uh, upset of the day, I should say, actually here, man. Patriots 20, Cardinals 17. Murray not looking Murray like man 170 no touchdowns a pick didn't run a lot Drake did good 22 for 78 two touchdowns and got got all the goal line work the Hopkins obviously didn't do much because of Murray uh Cam I mean the offense for the Patriots was abysmal like I just can't quite figure out how they won this game I mean James White Scored twice, but like almost zero yardage, man. It was just like he actually had negative negative receiving yards. He had eighteen <laughs> rushing yards and scored twice. It was like what? Um, Cam eighty four yards passing, forty six yards rushing. It just it was a weird game, man. And the only thing I can take out of this one is. Look, Murray came in all week with this shoulder injury. We saw it getting worked on last week on, on was it Sunday or Monday night? Um, he played through the game. He played pretty well in that game, although he didn't run a lot. Are we concerned with this shoulder? Like, they just, he didn't look right in this game, and you could tell the offense really slowed down 
uh, with him not just going all out? Um, I mean, no, I guess I'd say I'm not overly worried. Um, I mean, they, the Patriots defense did something that I had never seen before. And maybe, I mean, maybe it's a coincidence. Maybe, maybe it's the start of a blueprint, but they were putting a double spy on Kyler Murray. They had two different linebackers, a lot of times spying him. So there was nowhere for him to run. Now that doesn't necessarily affect the passing game a whole lot. Um, I mean, I imagine having those two spies in the middle of the field definitely takes away, you know, the, the, the shorter stuff. And then, you know, Gilmore is on Hopkins. So yes, he was. You know, that, that, that's a, that's a good matchup there too. So, um, I mean, I wouldn't be overly worried, you know, Murray's arguably been for fantasy purposes, you know, what at worst, a top three quarterback. So, yeah. you know, I mean, you're allowed to have a, a, a bad game. Yeah. It, I mean, it is something to keep an eye on. I mean, they, they they did take him off the injury report, so I guess that's something to to kind of think about. But um, I I will be keeping keeping an eye on any news coming out of you know practices to see if Murray's getting you know full go. But you know he he really couldn't run, and you're right that double spy thing. That's something I didn't pick up on. Um, that they were doing the double spy, but it makes sense with the lack of rushing yards. And every time he did try to run, there's somebody in his face. So yeah, that makes sense. Um, last game with the early, uh, the early slate here, dolphins, jets, dolphins, 20 jets, three, uh, Ryan Fitzpatrick, two fifty seven and two touchdowns. Uh, Deandre Washington got some work today. 13 for 49, Matt Breida, eight for 36. Um, Devontae Parker, eight for one nineteen. Uh, these these receivers are just better with Fitzpatrick back there, you know, as to you know, pretty much to be expected. We all kind of like them better with Fitz, with Fitzpatrick, but you know, Tua is going to be the guy going forward if he's healthy. Gasecki caught a pass in the end zone, so kind of saved his day there. Darnold, uh, one ninety seven, two picks, score eighteen for seventy four. Perryman, four for 79. Mims, four for 67. Kind of DFS purposes there to bring that up. Uh, I mean, look, there's really not a lot to like about the Dolphins, you know, fantasy-wise. Uh, I guess, you know, Parker, sort of a, an interesting sort of salary saver, mid-receiver range type of player. Um, but if two is back there, like, are we are – we, Parker a target of yours? No, Parker's not. Uh, well, I mean, he's not like off my radar, but he's not someone that I'm, you know, forcing into things. One thing that I will say about Fitzpatrick, and I mean, technically this game doesn't show it, but uh, I mean, Gasecki did get a touchdown. He did. Um, he only had two. He only had two catches, but um, Fitzpatrick always looks Gasecki's way. So he does you know when, when he's in. You can definitely, you know, add him, um, you know, into your into your mix for tight ends, which is a, a tough saw spot. Five so. targets, so yeah, so he, he gets more work than Parker he gets with two of by four targets. Holy smokes! I just realized that that's a lot. <laughs> but yeah, they're not really anyone that that you know you're you're going after, especially if two was in there. I mean, they kind of just are right off my board. Yeah. Yeah, they're they're a good team, but they're not a good fantasy team. So yes, no, they don't. Yeah, they don't play a fantasy friendly style no, of football. They, they play not. a I want to win the game kind of football. Yeah, they are not the Bucks from last year. 
All right. Uh, no, get, they're the opposite. <laughs> let's get uh let's let's move on to these these late afternoon games. Take it away. All right. Well, I guess I get to start with probably the dumbest game of the day. Um the <laughs> the Saints with their backup quarterback Taysom Hill against the Broncos with no quarterback, literally. Oh um uh, that's that's a whole I let me tell you, I'll tell you what though. If I could watch any one game from today. This would have been the game I would have watched just because I wanted to see exactly how in the hell this was going to play out. Um, so it was rather entertaining for being a terrible game. Uh, I mean, there's not a lot to talk about here. No. Um, I guess the, the biggest takeaway probably is that playing quarterback in the NFL might look easy on TV, but you see what happens <laughs> when you put somebody in there who absolutely isn't. I mean, you know, what? what's his name? Hinton? Um, you know, Kendall he played Hinton, a little bit of, is what his he played is. a little bit of quarterback in college. Wake so, Forest. you know, he's better than you and I combined and, and he looked terrible, um, as you would expect. But, um, so nothing to talk about for the Broncos, but man, two weeks in a row now we have seen Latavius Murray own that backfield and he really owned it today. Um, 19 carries, buck 24, two <sighs> touchdowns. Did. That's yeah. a, that's a nice day. Um, Kamara had 11 carries, 54 yards. He finally got a catch, um, but it was for negative two yards. So he's got one catch to the last two games on three, three targets. targets. Yep. Not good. Not good, folks. Oh, uh, Vera Kamara owner, you're not feeling good about this. I mean, that, that's the biggest takeaway that we talked about it last week. That, yep. you know, it, we saw again. the one target, zero catches. Um, Taysom Hill, he just doesn't – he doesn't have the check down effect – you know, that, that breeze has, right. And they don't, they don't do those plays out like with, with Kamara and what Hill does more often than not is he backs up, takes his three step drop. He looks at his first target. And if it's not there, he's taken off running up the middle. Oh, and yep. it, I mean, you would do if you were him. I mean, right. I, I don't mean, this the huge. Like I'm bigger than Kamara. Like I'm going to run this ball. Like, <laughs> I get it. Um, I kind of thought maybe Peyton would would think better of that and game plan Kamara into it more, but they just decided, you know what, with Hill back there, we're gonna use Murray more and we're gonna we're gonna ground and pound it more so than anything. Um, it was kind of unfortunate to see Michael Thomas kind of have you know kind of fall back back down a little bit after a big game last week, but. Um, it, they didn't need to do anything in this game. You know, the Broncos literally had no offense. I'm surprised they even got a field goal. Uh, yeah, they <laughs> literally had to show up with the requisite number of players, and they were going to win. Yeah, it was it was it was bad. Um, so yeah, yeah. Next up, we had uh, 49ers 23, Rams 20. This was a pretty good game. Came down to a field goal at the end. Uh, Nick Mullins, 24-35, 252 in a pick. Uh, Mostert made his return. He got uh, got got one in the end zone, uh, 43 yards total. Uh, him and Wilson kind of split carries, uh, 16 to 12. Uh, Debo was back as well, and Debo had a game, man. <sighs> Debo was uh, that great. dude is I, that dude's a beast. That guy, he's <laughs> awesome. Yeah, 11, 11 catches, 133 on 13 targets there. Uh, Rams weren't so hot. Uh, I mean, Goff. Almost 200 yards, 198, two picks. Uh, Cam Akers had a big, big game or a big carry. Um, he had 84 yards in a touch. Uh, Anderson out touched him, but uh, only 19 yards. And then Robert Woods did a right. He had seven for 80 on 
12 targets, but a lot of turnovers back and forth on this game. Um, you know, I guess the thing that, that I would take away from this is just that, you know, the 49ers got some of their guys back, you know, Rams were looking like, like, you know, beast mode and 49ers, you know, really, really showed up today. And I mean, Debo again, just reminded you that he, he is, he is the real deal, man. Like, I think you can play him with full confidence. confidence. Yeah. I, I like him a lot. Um, it's weird. Like I, they showed some stat during the broadcast today where McVay like pretty much owns the rest of that division. But every time he plays the 49ers, he struggles. Uh, it's just interesting. Like him and Shanahan, like they, they, he can't, he can't beat him. It feels like, and he, and he did it again. He couldn't, he couldn't get him down. So um, maybe something to think about next time we pick this game and, and think that the Rams offense is just going to go crazy. Cause no matter how bad the 49ers are, they always seem to have the Rams number. Um, but yeah, I mean, it, it wasn't a, it wasn't a good game either side. This was just kind of an odd offensive day. Like there was like three players that kind of blew up and two of them were in the next game. And if you didn't have them, <laughs> like <laughs> you're screwed. Uh, you, you lost. <laughs> so Let's just move on to the next one. Hey, man, the last one was, you know, most anticipated game of the day, and it, it didn't start off like it was going to be a great game. And, and 27 bucks, 24. Uh, Chiefs went up like 17 nothing in like like eight seconds. Like it was just, just bam. Um, and, you know, we're, we're talking video game numbers from the Chiefs. Uh, Mahomes, 462 yards, three touchdowns. Uh, Tyreek Hill, I think, is actually just now uh, getting off the field from catching another ball. Uh, he had 13 catches, 269 yards, uh, three touchdowns there, 15 targets all in total. Um, you know, Kel- targets, and then Buck side of the ball, Brady went for 345, uh, three touchdowns, but but two picks that that really hurt him. Yes, um, they really spread the ball out um, as far really, as you know, look good again, man. The final numbers are there, good for fantasy wise, but Brady looks something's off, man. Like that's two three weeks in a row, he's been kind of, I don't know, man. Yeah, I mean, they were pressuring him pretty good, and uh, I mean, it's just you know that that offense to him and you know. Gronk and Antonio Brown is still fairly new, so they're all still kind of getting adjusted. I know it's late in the season to be saying that, but um, I mean, there's a lot of Gronk new pieces there. Day, though, yeah, yeah, he had a you know buck oh six on on six catches. Uh, and Godwin was eating them up too. He had eight for ninety seven. Uh, Evans only three catches, but two of them were for touchdowns. So I mean, the stats were there. You almost think that this was the score, you know, these stats match better with the, the Tennessee indie game. Yeah. You know, they put up way more points, but the stats weren't there outside of, you know, Henry, but uh, man, I, Mahomes and Hill dude are just unreal. Uh, I, I Hill has been on, on, fire. Twi- on Twitter. All you saw was like, cause I think accidentally somebody said like, Oh, Tyreek Hill, you know, just went over a thousand yards for the game. And they meant on the year. <laughs> But people kind of took it, and they were like, well, you know, he actually might go over 1,000 yards for the game. I mean, he was on base, man. It felt like it, right? He just was catching everything. And, and of course, I, you know, my initial DFS lineup had Hill and Mahomes, and it flopped over to Kelsey and, and Mahomes instead. Um, it was hard to own both. Um, just 
But honestly, if I had had all three of those guys, I probably would have killed everybody. So, <laughs> um, but I could have played anybody else over top of them, and it would have been fine. It felt like, but I yeah, mean, man, Henry, Henry Hill and Mahomes, and you could have just punted the rest. <laughs> Pretty much, you could have played. You could have played all Broncos. You still would have cast. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, man, it's you know this was a fun game to watch. It, it, you know, I, I did. I thought the Chiefs were really gonna run away with it, and like they just kind of let the Bucks slowly creep back in. But um, yeah, I mean, look, the, the, you're not worried about either one of these offenses. This is gonna be, you know, these are two fun teams to start. Pretty much anybody. Um, so that's all I got, man. You got anything else to add to it? No, just let's get to week thirteen. Yep. All right, so we are at uh, – let's see here. What, what are we at here? We are at the – my broadcast just turned back on the, the Packers-Bears like, hey. game. 34-10, to 10, Aaron Rodgers doing Aaron Rodgers things again, making me look silly. 172 and four touchdowns. <laughs> Man, that's just crazy. Um, <laughs> so, yeah, Green Bay is going to win, guys. All right, have a good night, everybody, and uh, good luck. Hope you won your matchups or, you know, you, you do win your matchups, and we will see you all next week. Peace.